Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go! Hi friends, it's your host, Bryn. Welcome to Bryn Moves, the podcast. I'm a certified integrative nutrition health coach, yoga instructor, dancer, and wellness entrepreneur. Let's go! I'm on a serious but super fun mission to inspire and empower lives. We're here to chat about wellness and fitness, as well as some tools for shifting your mindset so you can live your best. I hope you feel motivated to dive into your own unique and powerful wellness journey after listening in. So whether you're listening from your car, on a walk, food prepping, or putting on your makeup, turn up the volume and tune in for some serious motivation and inspiration. Thank you so much. Hey guys, welcome back to Bryn Moves, the podcast. This is your host, Bryn, and I am here to give you the message today that you are where you are because you want to be there. (laughs) Uh, That message can be hard to hear because there are probably some of you listening that are in some situations that maybe don't feel ideal in your life right now. And that doesn't mean that you can't change the trajectory of your path or adjust, um, you know, where you are in life or make a different choice. But wherever you are and the circumstances that you're dealing with, the situations you're dealing with, part of you wants to be there. And I want you to entertain the thought and the idea that even if it's subconscious, that there is a piece of you that wants to be where you are, otherwise you wouldn't be there. So I was reading the other day, and I want to read a quote to you guys from um, the book that I'm reading called Anatomy of the Spirit. And Carolyn Miss says, as we become more conscious and recognize the impact of our thoughts and attitudes, our internal life, upon our physical bodies and external lives, we no longer need to conceive of an external parent God that creates for us and on whom we are fully dependent. As spiritual adults, we accept responsibility for co-creating our lives and our health. Co-creation is, in fact, the essence of spiritual adulthood. It is the exercise of choice and the acceptance of our responsibility for those choices. So whether you believe in God or not, you can... um, take something from that and you can even replace the word God with divine or source or universe or whatever you, whatever you believe in that's bigger than yourself. But the message that I really received from that, from that quote is that, and that, that, that piece of writing is that we were gifted the ability from God to be creative and to have a life of choice and a life by design. And so many of us are living in this victim mentality of going through our days, feeling like we're not in charge of our health and of our lives and of our relationships and of our careers and all these choices, our families, our kids, like anything that is a piece of our life that we're just like a victim to it. And I want you to check in and really ask yourself, like, am I playing the victim role and thinking that life is just being thrown at me by God? Because the truth is we aren't victims and and God is not just throwing life at us. We were designed 
in the image and likeness of God, but we were all uniquely designed to live on our own path. And God doesn't just throw life at us. We aren't victims. We were given these incredible gifts of choice, of creativity. And so we build our lives by design alongside God. Or like I said, you can replace that divine source, whatever you believe in. We're co-creating. I love that. We're co-creating so that we can choose what's really in alignment with our individual energy body, with our individual truth. As an adult human, you are not a victim of your circumstances. You're there because a part of you wants to be there, whether it's conscious or subconscious, a piece of you is drawn to this energy, this space. So are you living your life in a way that you want to, or are you constantly finding yourself in the victim seat, just overwhelmed with what life seems to be throwing at you? I want to help you feel more awakened. I want to help you feel more free. And the first step to doing that is diving deep into the layers of the subconscious and recognizing what stories lie there, what belief systems lie there that are pushing you or driving you to be in the relationships that you're in, in the career that you're in, in the um, family situation that you're in anything that you're doing in your life. We can believe that life happens to us or we can believe that life happens through us. And when we start to believe that life happens through us, we can take a step back and observe what's going on and then start to thread through and set better boundaries and learn what to say yes to and learn what to say no to and learn which of the things in our lives we need to leave, which relationships, which careers, which situations we need to leave and step away from and then figure out what it is that we want to move towards instead that's in alignment with our individuality, that's in alignment with our unique truth. But the only way that we can really do this is by also recognizing what's living underneath in our subconscious in those deeper layers of who we are because those deep threads, those belief systems and um, stories play a big role in what we say yes to and what we say no to and the choices that we make and where we choose to be and where we choose to spend our precious energy. If you look at energy and you look at time as more of a gift, then you'll stop wasting so much of it. But if you don't look at time as a gift and you don't respect and honor the amount of energy that you have, you'll throw it away. You'll leak it out. You'll spend time doing stuff that is stealing your energy, that is draining your energy, that is draining your time rather than giving you energy, rather than doing things that are pouring back into you and your soul and heart. So then you can use your energy and time to light up yourself and light up the world. When you can shine from the inside out, then you can shine that energy onto everyone around you. But if your energy is leaking out through all the little cracks and crevices, what is left for you to give in the places where you really care and where you really do want to commit and give? 
So we leak our energy out in careers that we hate. And then we wonder why we don't have the energy for our partner that we say that we love. Or we're leaking out our energy into a relationship that is toxic and that is not serving us. And then we wonder why we don't have the energy to build the career that we say that we dream of. It's because we're not living in our truth and we're not living in alignment with our uniqueness and we're playing the victim role. Like life is just being thrown at me and we're in this complete overwhelm instead of looking at it and going, oh, I have a choice. I have a choice, right? Everything is figureoutable. I have a choice. I get to live a life of creativity, a life by design. Each and every one of us was gifted this by God. So some of you might be listening and being like, okay, but what about people in this country or that country or this situation or that situation? And I want to tell you, they also, or you also, were still gifted with creativity, with choice, because you were also still created by the divine, by God. So... I want to share a story about my grandparents because their story is so incredible. And I shared this on my social media the other day. So maybe some of you heard it on my story, but I want to share it here. I'm going to tell a quick version of the story. And I'm hoping that one day someone writes down a long version of the story. We've got to work on this. I need a memoir um, told by my grandparents, but I'm going to tell you guys a quicker version of the story and an example of how people have choice And it takes courage, it takes extreme bravery, it takes a lot of heart, it takes a lot of commitment, Um, but you do have choice and you can design your life. My grandparents were born, I call them Baca and Papa, in Croatia when it was a communist country. And in the 60s, in the early 60s, they decided to get married and then escape their country because they were in a position where they were struggling, where they were challenged, where they were not living the life that they knew they deserved or that they dreamed of living. They had two choices. They could stay there and be victims of their life and just believe that this is fate and this is their reality. Or what they did was they took their extreme faith and their extreme commitment to a bigger vision for themselves and they ran with it. And they never, ever looked back. You guys, they never looked back. So with great bravery, they left in the middle of the night. They escaped their country by literally traveling on buses, one bus to another bus to another bus, making up stories and lies of where they were going until they worked their way to the border. They were left in the middle of the night. They didn't tell any of their family because they didn't want anyone to stop them. And they were like, we're getting out of here. Now, the way my papa tells the story is when you get to the border, you like, you literally have to like run and hide and get into the mountains and start your, your trek. And if they catch you and they see you and they tell you to turn around and you don't, my papa's exact words were, Brini, they will shoot you like dog. They'll shoot you like a dog. That's what he said. And they'll just kill you. And if you did turn around, you would probably 
be in prison and have an even worse situation than you did before. So there was really no looking back. There was no turning back. They just had to go. So my grandparents tied themselves together with a belt. That's how committed they were to sticking together and making this work. They're like, if one of us, one of us falls, the other one is going with them. We are not leaving each other. We are making this through together. They lost most of their luggage over the sides of the mountains, over the sides of the Alps, because it was way too much to carry. And there's no food or water. There's no stopping for shelter. There's no sleeping. Like you're just going. You're trying to get to the other side, a side that you can't see, a side that you don't know what's on the other side, but you're just praying has to be better than the situation I'm in right now. And this is how they created. This is the beginning of your life by design. You don't know what is on the other side. You don't know. Like it's the world of unknown. It's that fear of unknown. But what you, they did know is like, we can't stay here. We can't stay here. So after their few day trek through the Alps, they ended up coming down the mountains in onto a farm. And my Baca describes that she ran down and literally drank out of a horse trough. Because remember, they had not had food or water for days. They saw dead people. They saw, they saw sick people. They saw, I mean, all sorts of stuff on their journey. And when they made it down, she drank out of a horse trough. They made it to the home on the farm and the man fed them breakfast And he sat them down and he said, I'm going to feed you guys. And then I need to turn you into the police because I can't be um, caught housing refugees. And so they're like, okay. So they get turned into the police and they end up living in a refugee camp in Austria for many years. And that's where my mom was born in Austria uh, in a hospital, (laughs) but my grandparents lived in a refugee camp. And when my mom was a baby, My grandparents got a letter and um, they end up boarding a bus with blacked out windows and they had no idea if that bus was taking them back to Croatia to be prosecuted basically or killed or if they were going somewhere else. And gratefully and luckily, they got sponsorship papers from their family in Lackawanna, New York. And they sponsored them and they got to come to the United States, my Baca, my Papa, and my mom. And they came to New York and then they moved to Michigan. And my grandparents still to this day live in their house in Michigan on 10 acres of property that they built. My Papa built this house that they live in. And they literally from the ground up, literally and figuratively like built their lives from the ground up. They took their vision And they took the situation they were in and they could have easily been victims of their circumstance, but instead they remembered and they knew their faith so deeply and they knew their God so deeply and they knew their, their purpose so deeply that they had so much faith and so much bravery to just go. They didn't know what was on the other side. They didn't know their exact plan. They didn't know every step of the way. They only knew what the next step was. What's the next piece? What do we need to do next to survive? And, and not just to survive, but, but to build our life and to thrive. From the ground up, they rebuilt. And that is an example of a life by design. 
I know it's hard. I know it might suck. I know it might be confusing. Yes, you're going to cry. Yes, you're going to be confused. Yes, you're going to be like on your freaking ass sometimes. And it's going to be worth it. Because if you don't do something, then you are agreeing to stay where you are now. If you continue to attract the shitty relationships, don't wonder why do I always end up in the shitty relationship? It's because a piece of you wants to be there. And I want you to entertain that thought that maybe it's subconscious, but there is a part of you that is getting off on that. It is confirming some story or some belief you have in your mind. The ego is coming in and you're continuing to attract that and choose it. You are choosing it. If you continue to get stuck in a career that you hate or job after job, bouncing around to job after job after job, putting yourself in a new place isn't going to change you. Wherever you go, there you are. You have to rewire your beliefs. You have to rewire your system. You have to step out in faith and trust. You have to believe in your energy body and what it's telling you because the energy body cannot lie. You can lie with your words. You can lie with your actions. You cannot lie with your energy. It does not lie. And the energy body will always seek health. The energy body will always seek that brighter side right? We cannot take our darkness and beat it with a baseball bat. We have to simply turn on the lights. So I want to encourage you guys to step out in faith and believe me when I tell you that the situations that you're in, you're there because you want to be, right? There's a book called You're Broke Because You Want to Be. It's not because you're a victim. It's not because it wasn't in the stars for you. It's because there's a part of you that wants to be there. And if you so badly don't want to be there, you will find a way out. You will find a way to make a change because you have the God-given innate gifts built into you of creativity, of choice, of a life by design. Get yourself out of the situation that you need to get in and Take the steps towards the situation, the life that you do want. A lot of people will realize that they need to leave a relationship or need to leave a job and they will do it. And so they're not quite there, but then they won't also take the steps that it takes to pull yourself up out of your own mud and go for the next thing and go for the thing that you want, right? And so it's almost like you're not really in that old shitty situation, but you also aren't really taking the steps the brave steps to like move on to the next thing or the thing that's better or the thing you envision for yourself. And so like you end up in this limbo in between where you're not quite there and you're not quite here. You're just in between. And that space sucks as well. And it's going to feel confusing and bad as well. Okay. So pull yourself up out of your own mud. And there's a time where you just have to go and you don't look back. You have laser beam vision, laser beam focus. And even if you don't know all the steps, it's okay. You just start taking the next step, the next step, the next step. And you pray and you ask for guidance for just what's the next thing I need to do. You listen to those feather touches of life that tell you what's next. You trust your intuition, you trust your energy body, and then it's going to work out for you. You're going to end up somewhere better, somewhere that's more in alignment with who you were designed to be in the image and likeness of God. So take the first step and then take the second step and then take the third step and put one foot in front of the other and get yourself moving, get yourself going. It's worth it. It's going to be worth it every time. And 
There's going to be parts of it that really suck. Take that suckiness, absorb it, live in it, observe it, whatever, and let it go and keep it moving. You can't deny that there's going to be those dark spaces or or the, the things in your mind that you need to move through, those shadows. Don't deny them, but simply like see them, observe them, and move on and move on. All right, you guys, go out there, be brave. I think you know what to do. You know what you need to do. I can't tell you, but you do know after listening to this, you do know in your gut, in your heart, in your third eye, what is next for you. Take that vision and really go for your dream. You're tuned in to Bryn Moves, the podcast.